This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Corrie Samuel. The Eclogues by Virgil. Eclogue 6. To Varus. First, my Thalia stooped in sportive mood to Syracusan strains, nor blushed within the woods to house her. When I sought to tell of battles and of kings, the Cynthian god plucked at mine ear and warned me. To Tyrus, beseems a shepherd white to feed fat sheep, but sing a slender song. Now, Varus, I, for lack there will not who would laud thy deeds, and treat of dolorous wars, will rather tune to the slim oaten reed my sylvan lay. I sing but as vouchsafed me, yet even this, if, if but one with ravished eyes should read of thee, O Varus, shall our tamarisks and all the woodland ring, nor can there be a page more dear to Phoebus than the page where, foremost writ, the name of Varus stands. Speed ye, Pyrian maids, within a cave young Chromis and Nasylos chanced to see Selenus sleeping, flushed, as was his wont, with wine of yesterday. Not far aloof, slipped from his head, the garlands lay, and there, by its worn handle, hung a ponderous cup. Approaching, for the old man many a time had balked them both of a long-hoped-for song, garlands to fetters turned, they bind him fast. Then Eagle, fairest of the naiad band, Eagle came up to the half-frightened boys, came and as now with open eyes he lay, with juice of blood-red mulberries smeared him o'er, both brow and temples. Laughing at their guile, and crying, Why tie the fetters? Loose me, boys! Enough for you to think you had the power. Now list the songs you wish for, Songs for you, another mead for her. Forthwith began. Then might you see the wild things of the wood, With fawns in sportive frolic beat the time, And stubborn oaks their branchy summits bow. Not Phoebus doth the rude Parnassian crag so ravish, Nor Orpheus so entrance the heights of Rhodope or Ismarus. For he sang, how through the mighty void the seeds were driven of earth, air, ocean, and of liquid fire. How all that is from these beginnings grew, and the young world itself took solid shape. Then gan its crust to harden, and in the deep shut Nereus off, and mould the forms of things little by little. And how the earth amazed beheld the new sun shining, and the showers fall, as the clouds soared higher, what time the woods gan first to rise, and living things to roam, scattered among the hills that knew them not. Then sang he of the stones by Pyra cast, of Saturn's reign, and of Prometheus's theft, and the Caucasian birds, and told withal, nigh to what fountain by his comrades left, the mariners cried on Hylas, till the shore then re-echoed, Hylas, Hylas, soothed Pacify with the love of her white bull, happy if cattle kind had never been. O oh, ill-starred maid, 
What frenzy caught thy soul? The daughters, too, of Proteus filled the fields with their feigned lowings. Yet no one of them of such unhallowed union e'er was fain as with a beast to mate, though many a time on her smooth forehead she had sought for horns, and for her neck had feared the galling plough. O ill-starred maid, thou roamest now the hills, while on soft hyacinths he, his snowy side reposing, under some dark ilex now, chews the pale herbage, or some heifer tracks amid the crowding herd. Now close, ye nymphs, ye nymphs of Dict, close the forest glades, if haply there may chance upon mine eyes the white bull's wandering footprints, him belike following the herd, or by green pasture lured, some kind may guide to the Gortinian stalls. Then sings he of the maid, so wonderstruck with the apples of the Hesperids, and then with moss-bound bitter bark rings round the forms of Phaethon's fair sisters, from the ground up-towering into poplars. Next he sings of Gallus, wandering by Permessus's stream, and by a sister of the Muses led to the Ionian mountains, and how all the choir of Phoebus rose to greet him, how the shepherd Linus, singer of songs divine, brow-bound with flowers and bitter parsley, spake. These reeds the Muses give thee, take them thou, erst to the aged bard of Ascra given, wherewith, in singing, he was wont to draw time-rooted ash-trees from the mountain heights. With these, the birth of the Grinian grove be voiced by thee, that of no grove beside Apollo more may boast him. Wherefore speak of Scylla, child of Nisus, who, tis said, her fair white loins with barking monsters girt, vexed the Dalician ships, and in the deep, swift-eddying whirlpool with her sea-dogs tore the trembling mariners. Or how he told of the changed limbs of Tereus, what a feast! What gifts to him by Philomel were given! How swift she sought the desert, with what wings hovered in anguish o'er her ancient home! All that, of old, Eurotas, happy stream, heard as Apollo mused upon the lyre, and bade his laurels learn, Selenus sang. Till, from Olympus, loath at his approach, Vesper, advancing, bade the shepherds tell their tale of sheep, and pen them in the fold. End of Eclogue 6